food prices have reached an all-time high, a chef charges over 500 euros for a canceled table, and a conservative data launches an anti-woke beer. All this and more coming up on the Weekly Spoonful. Welcome to another edition of the Weekly Spoonful. Thursday was 420, and although it was a school night, you could probably still celebrate this weekend. We uploaded a couple of recipes onto Spoonful Media, as well as an upcoming cannabis trends for 2023. Links in the description to all of that, as well as in our weekly newsletter. Subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. The Ukraine war has caused a surge in prices all over the world. Food has become more and more expensive for the common folk. And with the rising government-imposed emission taxes, Yes, those greenhouse emissions. Food is becoming more and more expensive. In the UK, staple foods such as cheddar, sausage, and bread have increased by 80% in the last year. In Canada, 20% of the population is having, having to skip meals. In New Zealand, food inflation has hit a 34-year high. People are now wondering if these prices will ever go down, even after the war has stopped. Alrighty, folks, this next one is a little bit funny. A conservative dad has launched an ultra-right beer in response to the Bud Light controversy. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, this is the Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney incident uh, where they attempted to get this person, Dylan Mulvaney, a trans female man who, who, a man who says he's a girl and is a trans woman. Um, to sell this Bud Light, which is a beer for white, middle-class, lower-class men, conservative men, usually in Republican states. They try to get this Dylan Mulvaney person to sell to that very conservative person. It did not work out, as you could probably tell. And the backlash was incredible. In fact, the New York Post reported that last week, the value of Bud Light, well, Anheuser-Busch, the, the parent company, plummeted by more than $5 billion dollars. So we're going to check out this ultra-right beer. They just put up a commercial. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's Ultra-Right 100% Woke-Free Beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it, is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay that away from our kids. Already, folks, you can see how politicized things can get in the United States, especially with the food. Now, the anti-woke beer, this ultra-right conservative dad's beer, it's going to have a couple of problems getting into the market. First off, the breweries that said that they were going to produce the beer have backed out now because they realized that it was an anti-woke beer. And because things are so politicized, well, they kind of got scared and, you know, they, they left the deal. It's also going to be very difficult for the company to, to start up in general because in the United States, you need to develop a certain license for alcohol in each individual state, which makes it super impossible to sell uh, and super difficult to sell alcohol online, which is how this uh, business is, is starting pretty much. But we'll see if they can do word of mouth or something like that. We'll, we'll keep uh, tracking it and let you guys know. But it does show that this sort of countercultural uh, product development 
especially in food, is becoming very trendy. Last month, the Daily Wire's Jeremy Boring released a chocolate bar in response to the Hershey's she-her incident. Uh, we're going to watch the video really quickly. International Women's Day is upon us again, and I love an international woman. But our friends over at Hershey's, they don't even know what a woman is. They've hired a biological male to be the spokesperson for their Women's Day campaign. And they're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up, her, she, her, she. It's humiliating. And it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's Chocolate. We have two kinds, she, her, and he, him. One of them's got nuts. If you need me to tell you which one it is, keep giving your money to Hershey's. But if you're tired of giving your money to woke corporations that hate you, and you're looking for a delicious chocolate bar from a company that actually wants your business, head over to IHateHershey's.com and order Jeremy's chocolate today. Okay, so this is pretty funny. Uh, I don't trust that like only in America can you have these sort of targeted commercials and marketing campaigns, but it's hilarious. Uh, it's super smart, especially the, the nut things, I think, in my opinion. And it got millions of millions of shares all over the internet. They were able to secure 32 tons of chocolate that is shipping as of yesterday. But that just shows how, you know, these, these companies who decide to go through a specific ideological path eventually create a blue ocean on the complete opposite side of the political spectrum, which leaves companies just like with a, hu a huge load of uh, customers waiting to have a product that fights ideologically against that company. Okay, so uh, McDonald's this week has released the Big Mac sauce into the little containers, like the chicken nuggets ones that you usually get, which is a little bit cool because now you can buy your, your single and your double cheeseburgers, the one $2 ones, and you can just add sauce to it instead of having to buy a Big Mac, right? So you get your poor man's version of a Big Mac right there. The company has also announced a couple of changes to its signature burgers, including softer buns and more Big Mac sauce on its signature Big Mac. Some tweaks have also been made to the cooking process to yield a more consistent sear and meltier cheese. And the company is adding white onions at the grill for a caramelized flavor. It's claiming it will be its best burger ever. Pretty big news, especially since McDonald's is king of consistency, but we'll see how this goes and keep you updated. Already, folks, uh, the last bit, the fine dining section. We have two stories this week. First, a chef from San Sebastian, Paolo Airaldo, Airaldo from, the, from the Michelin restaurant Amelia, went to court last month because he charged 510 euros to a group of three who did not show up. Now, this group of three didn't show up because they had troubles with their vacation plans, and they tried to cancel in the last moment due to com company policy. They were not able to get refunded, so the customers took the, the matter to court. And the judge gave the chef the reason, which kind of sets a precedent now for everyone who wants to, you know, skip out uh, at the last second on their meal. And this only really matters in the Michelin or the fine dining restaurants who charge up to $200, $300, and sometimes a lot more uh, for a meal, for a plate, for a single person. It's crazy, uh, but this could be very, uh, very dangerous for any restaurants uh, that only serve 10 tables per night. And it could account for a lot of the, the incoming, incoming money 
to that restaurant. It doesn't really matter for regular restaurants where, you know, a no-show is maybe $60, $80. But for example, in the, in the UK last year, about $1.6 billion were lost to this sort of thing. So, you know, maybe we should start uh, getting on this a little bit. And in other news, the El Buya restaurant is back. Now, this is the five-time best restaurant in the world, according to the San Pellegrino 50 best list. They are back, but not as a restaurant. They are back as the El Buya 1846. Now, 1846 is also the number of dishes that they created along the their entire trajectory. And it also happens to be the, the date of birth of Escoffier, one of the fathers of gastronomy, modern gastronomy, and really the inspiration uh, to Abuye in, in many in many regards. Now the the Abuye 1846 is going to come back as a museum. It's going to kind of have uh, a memorial aspect to it, and and really just exploring the cultural and culinary revolution that Abuye caused at the beginning of the 21st century, and kind of how it was affected all aspects of uh, gastronomy up to now. Tickets are going to go on sale at the end of the month. Alrighty, folks, that's the end of our show for today, for this week, really. Before we go, make sure to check out some of our featured articles this week, Bioinspiration, Building Ideas from Mycelium, How We Eat, a review of the morality applied to our consumption, The Home Mycologist, a journey into homegrown medicinal mushrooms, and cultivated meat and the imposed narrative. Now, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share. Let us know what you think about this episode and our content on Spoonful Media. Have a good weekend, folks.